T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Time now for Ken and Curtis with Ken Laird and Chris Curtis on WEEI. We have to do a five-minute moment of silence, followed by a five-minute round of applause for Ken Laird, the new BM brand manager of WEEI. <laughs> Why do I have a feeling BM is going to be emphasized well, quite a bit in that, that uh, announcement? That is a, uh, in all sincerity, I know we are not to do much navel-gazing here. I <laughs> uh, just want to say, sincerely, hard work, dedication, honesty, hard to come by. You have all those three in spades, and uh, congratulations, Ken. No BS. Oh, that is you, awesome. Curtis, I appreciate that. Nothing much has changed. Same same roles. We're still moving forward here. Yep. Good, to, good to have you back in studio. You should have picked this weekend for the Florida uh, trip. Actually, just uh, I know, speaking of things nobody gives a damn about, our luck at vacationing is second to none. We got to California. It was 70 and sunny every week. Now they've had a month of biblical rain. Right. We were in Florida last weekend. My dad sent me a text this morning. 39 in Florida. Pudge won't go outside. So <laughs> You have uh, good instincts. I've have, always said it. We have, uh, if nothing else, we have good instincts. But it, I, I would much prefer 25 and sunny than 38 and rain. Yeah. Well, today it's going to be that way here in New England, and it's quiet. It's got that feel of this is not a normal football weekend here in oh. New England. Even last year, we had a game, at least, to, to look forward to. Kind of a, uh, I would say a dud. There are a couple good games. Oh, my God. But, I am, I mean, I... I am so giddy because Wiggy predicts that the Seahawks might beat the 49ers today. So what? No ma- he did? Yeah. Uh, Straight up win? Yeah, we had uh, – it's hard to understand because when we have Costos on, you can't really hear who's speaking other than him. But uh, I think Wiggy said that. That's when we announced wow. your promotion. But, Find that, Joe, at some point. And then the other is the – this. They are a nine-point dog, by the way. Right. Well, I think everybody's waiting for Purdy to sort of show up. But the Seahawks are not very good at all. I don't. I mean, I Although, hope they win. I was just looking at the uh, passer rating leaders this year. Geno Smith, fifth highest rated passer on the season. Yeah, I. There's, but they can't beat the Niners. That is that is a no chance. There's three no chance games. Uh, we have well, the number one no chance is the Dolphins. No shot in hell. Better Correct. shot that uh, you promote me to be your boss <laughs> than the Dolphins win tomorrow I'm against the Bills. Considering that. Uh, uh, yeah, and and you know, Ravens Bengals. And then the Lamar's Cowboys. Out. Cowboys no shot against the Bucks. Now that's the best game of the week. Brady is on the line. And by the way, if Brady wins, which I am rooting for, I don't That's... like to root for the Cowboys. I want Brady to win. God, I you get want... a promotion. You start lying. I just said you were honest. I want him to face the Eagles. Rematch of 
the Super Bowl. Well, we need Drellick. We need Drellick up here. He didn't get the job done. Let's but, see if he finishes this time against the Eagles. That would prop if the Vikings win. That's the matchup, right? If if the Seahawks win today, the Bucks are winning the Super Bowl. That's that's my take for this weekend. Now, if, this if, is from the guy who said Brady fell off the cliff weeks ago. Now you're back on. They're going to win the Super Bowl. This was the worst season Tom's had in terms of just missed throws, lack of patience in the pocket I've ever seen. So, yeah, I mean, it's he's 45. It happens. But I've never said I hope he loses or I want. I, I, I don't want to watch but him. But now you're predicting that he's going to win. You predicted that he sucked. Now you no, predicted I, that he... I said he wasn't playing you well. You said he fell off the cliff. No, I you, said... You said Kellerman was right. I finally. said maybe Kellerman was right. No, you, there was no maybe. We go back and find the tweet. You said it was over. Okay, Ken, I never said it was over. Fine, I said it was over. I like the guy. I'm rooting for him. I'll never root against him. Do it's you fine to root for him. You're predicting him. That's a shock. You're no, I'm, the... no, I'm saying if the Seahawks somehow... Beat the Niners. Beat the Niners. Th- th- there's the no way the Bucks, the Bucks cannot beat the Niners. That is a mismatch of all mismatches. That defense with D'Amico Ryans and Bosa, they are just filthy. So I think the, the 49ers will beat the Bucks if the Bucks were to advance. The It's more of sort of a, the the uh, the sea parting if the Seahawks win. And can we just, before we get into the Brady and Bucks and all that and the, the Cowboys game Monday night, which is going to be spectacular. Also, a make good by, for ESPN with the NFL because of the canceled Monday night game. Yeah, They late. gave them the best game of the weekend. But Chargers-Jags is interesting, and Al Michaels is on the call. Tonight's game is okay. It's fine. By the way, all the games here. Can I just have get a little quick plug-in? Yeah. It's the football postseason. Winner go home. Boston Sports Original WEI has all the news, all the takes, all the games. Our coverage of the NFL playoffs sponsored by Wise Snacks. Go to wisegameday.com for your chance to win one of 100 authentic pro football jerseys. All six games via Westwood One right here on our air and on the Odyssey app this weekend. Go ahead. So the um, – the, what was I saying before that? I, I totally no lost idea. my train of thought. See the Bucks, that. the 49ers, they weren't going to beat the Bucks. Oh, anyway, I'll get I'll get to that later. This weekend used to be the start of playoff runs. It was always before the 17th game in the extra extra long season. This was Martin Luther King weekend was divisional round playoff weekend. Mm-hmm. And it was always Saturday night. Gillette Stadium, the Pats were the one or the two seed. They'd get a terrible Colts team. They'd get well, or you have the greatest game non Super Bowl that I've seen, which was the Ravens Pats twenty fourteen divisional game where you had the double pass and you had the throw to LaFell down the sideline, spectacular by Brady. That game was where that Deflategate was birthed because Brady mocked Harbaugh after that game. But that this weekend was the beginning of playoff weekend. And it was just, this region was buzzed. It was, where's the Super Bowl? Are you going this year? Mm-hmm. For 20 years, that was our life. Yeah. And this year and this week, you have seen the unraveling of everything this uh-huh. organization did for 20 years. They have had, they thought. This was a fairly encouraging week. They thought it was plug and play. Remove Tom, put someone else in, we'll keep the train running. Not only has the train fallen off the track, it doesn't even resemble the old train. It looks like the orange line. I mean, I, this the, the way that they have been. They have totally what was it before it was the red line. Oh my god! Before the rail? it was the uh, channel. It was the uh, oh, yeah, the Eurostar or whatever. Don't dump it. Fine, leave it. Belichick has been forced to sit at the kids' table while they're sending out press releases <laughs> saying we're negotiating with Gerard Mayo and we'll interview an offensive coordinator. Have they fired Patricia? So the, you said that was good news on it, the show, it and is, I totally agree. It's good news, but so what happened to Patricia? Did he fire himself? 
Nothing. He never had the title, so what the hell? <laughs> it's the perfect way to do it. I mean, it, it is. He'll just be the line coach. I heard these stats this week, and it was mind-boggling. Yesterday, Peter King came up with this one. In the three seasons, Brady's three final years here before leaving, the Patriots were 41-14 and 14 and went to two Super Bowls. In the three years since, the Patriots are 25-26 and 26 without a playoff win. Yeah, but his last year here, he was already negotiating with the Dolphins okay. in the final year. And right. he's doing it again. He has already been linked to the Raiders and Dolphins. If you're a Bucks fan. Okay, totally irrelevant. No, no, it's Congress. not irrelevant. Of course it is. It's not irrelevant. You're, this is the game of the weekend. They play Monday night. And if you're a Bucks fan, are you not pissed that there's reports out there that he's, he's doing it again? No, he's already checked out. The Bucks are still begging them to hire Bill O'Brien to replace Byron Leftwich as a last-ditch effort to keep him. And yeah. he's 45. But do you have any doubt he's talked to those teams? He's talked to McDaniels. <laughs> he's talked to Sean Payton. They're negotiating right. a Miami duo. I, I, I am not saying. I mean, Mike that, McDaniels fired already. Today, he's going to coach tomorrow. He, he's, he should, he's coaching. Okay. He's a dead man I, walking. I don't, are you a Dolphins fan? No. Okay. So are the people that listen to us Dolphins fans? No, but we're Tom Brady fans are out and about. But what I'm telling Those you is that are awake. But the Patriots are they show no resemblance whatsoever. This used to be the beginning of the real season. Today, Saturday, Martin Luther King weekend was the start of the real season because it was are they going to get to the championship game? Are they going to win the Super Bowl? Are they going to get to the Super Bowl? Are we going to Phoenix? Are we going to New Orleans? Are we going to Minneapolis? Now, they're issuing press releases discussing ongoing negotiations with assistants while the other assistant right. hasn't even been replaced. Correct. And it started when Brady was here his last year. That's that was the start of them not being them anymore. They were twelve and four. Yeah, they were eight. Do you know how many times the Patriots they won, collapsed? Do you know how many times the Patriots won twelve games before Tom Brady came here? How many times? Zero. Okay. <laughs> so they lost the wild card game to the Titans. They didn't even play in the divisional weekend. So right. so can you lump that year in, please? It's right. been what happened four the next year? It's been four years. Next year, they were in just terrible straits. Right. What happened with the other back. guy? Like what happened what? The other guy. What other guy? The other guy that you're talking about, Tom Brady, the next year. Yeah, he went to a dream team. Bruce Arians, my man, got him to a title thanks to a ter- tremendous defense. But Devin White, everybody else. Do you believe else. this? Or By the way, see? Vita Vea back Monday, that's big. Well, the big one is Ryan Jensen, the center. But uh, well, he's not. He might not be he, back, right? He could play, depending. He's been out all year, but either way. We don't have to get it. My I, point I, is, this Brady started this. It's Brady, Brady's fault. Ken, do you he think... He should come back and fix it. Do you think there's a soul listening to us right now that's happy they chose Bill over Tom? Mm, Sitting here today. Is there a soul? That, yes, there are some. Okay, do you think that anybody that last name starts with K ends with Raft <laughs> is sitting there today saying, man, I'm really happy with the decision we made? Who would the coach have been? Ken? Just answer the question. Well, no, you have to factor that in. No, I'm a lot of boob coaches. The, the, the out there. coach could be a brand manager. We'll hire him today. <laughs> Do you think anybody? That's a BM. Would th- <laughs> BMI with these wise chips in here. God, they're so good. But anyway, the um, the crafts sitting here today, waking yeah. up. I'm sure they're going to some chalet for the weekend, a nice skiing weekend somewhere. Do you think they're sitting there, be like, man, we made the right decision? Well, they're pissed at Bill. Obviously, I mean, the fact that they are deviating from the norm with these press releases they're unhappy with with a lot of things and i i wonder if they really look back to last year first of all when mcdaniels left last year it was a big story right you would agree that was like i was obviously everybody was talking about correct but it was not a big enough story because that you could have said that day if you were a sports talk show host and you came on the air and said the season is done they are kicked you would have been proven right right 
McDaniels left, and they could not replace him, or no, they did not. No, the, the story isn't that we didn't. We, we, you and I, and everybody here at EEI reacted appropriately. We didn't foresee the clown show that would be the replacement. Well, right, and that's what Kraft is pissed about, and therefore the press release. But if Bill had handled it differently, it didn't have to be this way. He mucked up a year that could have been an 11-win season. Should have been a playoff season, at least. It, but here's my issue, and I agree with everything you just said. Robert Kraft had that press conference at the Breakers in March where he said the famous lines of, I expect to win a playoff game today. Bill does it his way. He's earned the latitude to do that. Right. Well, what if Robert said, you know what, Bill, this is dumb. Like, I, I'm sorry, but wh- let's get let's try and figure this out with someone who's actually done this before. I can't find a single existence of this occurring in the 75 year history of the NFL. Yeah, th- was there pushback there, or did he because just, he's earned the benefit of the doubt? He I does things nonlinear. The whole thing that Kraft said. But, but what happened this past year is the roster improved, the record re- was worse, and so Bill has gotten things better in terms of being the GM. I think Casario may have been a problem. Who knows? But. He's had a couple good drafts, Ramondre, Barmore, you know, Mac outside of, you know, Trevor Lawrence, and you could argue is the second best quarterback in that draft. But it's just, to me, it's too little too late. It's the right decision. They landed at the right destination. I'm happy. But losing an entire season, not only losing an entire season, but regressing an entire season is just something that is inexcusable to me. It's bad, and I, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but Chris Sims had the quote of the week, or the intel of the week, if true. Right. Hashtag, you know, asterisk, if true. But if he's right that behind the scenes, Mac was calling McDaniels or whoever else for advice, and that's what Bill got pissed about, and therefore put Zappy in, like, the timeline of that is, is fascinating. And, and, and it does stand to reason that, as you said, I think Chris Sims is as dumb as a rock. He is a total boob. But if someone said this to him, he's close with guys like Kyle Shanahan. I think they were college roommates at Texas or wherever. Mm-hmm. I think they actually have matching tattoos. Google it. I'm not kidding. But um, So this is a guy who's so dumb, he'd get a matching tattoo with a buddy of his. But he, it's, it, it passes the smell test in that it was so dysfunctional. The Bears game was just this crescendo of stupidity in front of the entire country, which clearly appeared to have an intent to embarrass. Mm-hmm. Whether or not that was the case, we'll never actually find out. Yeah, but, but I'm leaning toward, yes, it did have an intent to embarrass, and it had its effect. Correct. And the fact that they had this offense humming with Zappy and that these partners <laughs> were all working together, and you have Belichick at the end of the year, that final presser where he ruined your whole narrative with the 27th in total cash spending. He didn't. He says to the whole world, Mac can be an NFL quarterback. We have to work together. He said together maybe two to three times yeah. in that response. I think Mac's gone. I think Bill wants somebody else. Well, see, that's going to be a push and pull. Because Bill has now let Kraft take some power here and put out this ridiculous press release, <laughs> which Bill has got to be like, what the F are we doing, you know? I first saw but, it when Shime sent it to our group chat with the Greg Hill Show, and I was like, this has to be a goof. I have never seen such an, like, it just, it struck me as so, like, Mo Money Chanel, that there's no way that that was an actual report. It was comical, but actually, you know, it had its intent, which was to get out the message that the crafts are taking back power, and that is good news. You are correct. And that bill comment, which we'll play the audio for, the, the cash spending, is a precursor to them spending money this offseason. So not all is lost. There were some good things this week. Bill's giving up power. He's humbled himself, and he rightly so. He screwed it up. 
And you I, said I, on this show, Ken, to me when we talked about this, when I said they're 27th or 25th in cash spending over the last three years, and you kept saying, so you're saying he's cheap? You're, you're saying Robert Kraft's cheap. Right. So is Robert is Bill Belichick saying Robert Kraft's cheap? No. He's saying they're ready to spend. They spent two years ago. They didn't spend last year. Why would you divulge that information? Because he's trying to make an excuse. It's excuse-making for bills. He's saying, we really didn't spend that much. You think we spent all this money on free agents? We haven't really. And we're going to this year. We're going to correct the roster again. And dating back to 2016 in total cash spending, according to NBC no, Sports so Boston, stupid. they are 31st. Yeah, it's a seven-year snapshot. What about the six-year snapshot? What about the eight-year snapshot? They're ready to spend this year. That's good news. Do you think this team should ever be 31st over a six-, seven-year span? I'm sure every team over a random span It's impossible for 32 teams all to be 31st or 32nd over six years. By the way, that's going back to the Brady years where he took less, which is part of the reason for their success. So, yes, cash spending was low because Brady was taking much less than the average quarterback. we got a lot to get to here. What's the, the, the general... Was it a good week for the Patriots? Do you feel better after the week has gone or worse? I feel bewildered. Really? Yeah, I feel... I. I, I well, you fe- were praising them yesterday. Okay, they landed at the right destination, so I feel happy about that. But I am confused. I am confused as to how this whole apparatus is going to work going forward. Step into my office after the okay, show. I'll good. explain it to I you. Love 617-779-7937. It. It's Ken and Curtis. 800-square-foot office. My God. Curtis is conf- <laughs> Curtis bigger than my apartment. <laughs> Curtis is confused. Why is Maya there? Joe Braverman is here for trending. <laughs> Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Well, fallout continues for the Patriots after putting out a press release saying they'll start a new search for an OC. One name off the table is Sean McVay. He announced yesterday he'll return for his seventh season as head coach of the L.A. Rams. Was he on the table? You can't say he was on the table, Joe. He was not coming here. Well, literally everyone put every name out there. Okay, fine. So... It was debatable. Is he going to is McVay going to do this every year? Like, yeah, he's like oh, uh, Rodgers. It's no the way. drama. Well, the NFL playoffs start today with two games kicking off Wild Card Weekend. Seahawks will battle the 49ers, followed by the Chargers and the Jaguars. We'll have Westwood One's coverage of both games beginning at four, following Christian Arcan. It's the NFL postseason on Westwood One. The Celtics will go for their sixth straight win tonight in the first of two straight games in Charlotte as they take on the Hornets. Tip-off is set for 7 p.m. And sticking with the NBA, a new attendance record was set at the Alamo Dome between the Warriors and the Spurs last night. Over 68,000 fans were in attendance for San Antonio's celebration that was of really their cool. 50th you anniversary. I did. I saw the uh, Pat McAfee tweeted out. Were Very those cool. phones? I don't know what they were. They weren't lighting like actual matches or candles. I think those would be iPhones. Okay. Bruins will try to bounce back from their first regulation home loss of the season tonight as they take on an old rival in Toronto. Original six matchup, Curtis. You get it. You get down for these. I love the original six. You flipping back and forth? When was the first expansion after six? What do they reach? Because those teams get screwed. Maybe 12? Yeah, I mean, the original 12. California Seals? Uh, I love those guys. (laughs) Puck drop for that game is set at uh, 7 p.m. The Red Sox announced yesterday that they have avoided arbitration with five more players. Alex Verdugo, Nick Pavetta, Ryan Brazier, Christian Arroyo, and Reese McGuire. Verdu- I nailed it. They expanded to 12. Really? Oakland Seals, Flyers, Penguins, Blues, North Stars, and Kings. How about that? It's, it's, the, hockey guy. it's the hockey show. Verdugo will get $6.3 million. Nick Pavetta will get $5.4 million to avoid arbitration. And according to Julian McWilliams of the Boston Globe, the Sox are reportedly linked to free agent outfielder Adam Duvall. Woo. Reports are if Duvall does sign, he will be the new center fielder, and Kike Hernandez will take over at shortstop for the time being. Hmm. I'm I, don't, I don't love that. 
More to come. More baseball breakdown to come. You want to break Duval. down Duval? Duval. <laughs> I'm Joe Braverman. That's what's trending on WEI and WEI.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So had we averaged that out and in those three years, you would have had the same numbers. So whether it's two low and one high or two medium or three medium or, you know, two sort of high and one really low, whatever it is, it, there's an average that comes. And so that's the three-year average. We're 27th in the league in cash spending. I thought that the free agency, we added a lot of really good players to this football team. And, you know, some guys have been very productive for us. Some guys have had less production than some of the highly productive players. Uh, but overall, we're a much better football team with the players that we added, including the players that we re-signed to the team who were free agents. Well, that's true and false. I mean, they were, record-wise, they were not a better football team. So facts are the facts. Results are results, Curtis. They were 8-9. That is a failure of a year. And Bill is primarily responsible. Everybody will admit that. Of course, the coordinator's decision was uh, first and foremost. But the cash spending thing, I take that as good news. If you're a Patriots fan... This has been a weird week. It started with that Bill comment. I don't think it was a shot at the Crafts. I really, truly think he's saying, we didn't spend last year, but we're going to this year. We're going to add to this. We've already done some good things, but wait until this offseason. But doesn't it say you get what you pay for? I mean, so three years, they are 25 and 26, and they were 27th in spending. Do you think they might have been a little better if they were 15th? Yeah. So what's the excuse for it? So the first year, obviously... We know they weren't going to spend. We're not going to get in the weeds. What's the excuse for being 27th for three for over three years? Well, I'm trying to explain to you. So the first year they they were broke. They had no money. You would agree with that. Like, do you believe Bill? That's the way Bill spit it, spun it, right? We had $1 million to pay Cam Newton. It was a reset year. Okay. okay well, broke, I mean, he spent he spent $400 million on the team. It's worth $6 billion, So I don't know who's broke. Okay. Relatively speaking, they were, they were capped out. Oh, you he mean said, capped out? He said they sold out the year before. They had bonuses coming due, et cetera, et cetera. But how do you free up cap space? Extend players. Guarantee money. Push money into the future. Yeah. No, you, you can just guarantee money. Or give them, a, you know, give them a bonus up front, guarantee it, basically, yes. And it spreads out over the life of a contract. Right. So, but usually you have to tack on years. Well, I mean, if they, I mean, I don't know, I, I don't know what the, the exact cap was in 2020. I'm, I honestly don't. But either way, there are, the, what Bill Belichick has said this week and right there, is that it's not the cap that precluded them from doing things. There's a reconciliation because they didn't like spending the amount of money they were spending. Mm. At no point did he say that the salary cap was a reason whatsoever for their inability to spend. Well, it was three years ago. 
That we know. I, right. They, they gave... Then they fr- spent two years ago. In 2020, they franchise-tagged Joe Tooney at $19 million to play guard. If you're in cap trouble, you don't pay a guard $19 million. Yeah. Well, that was a mistake, which we've talked about at the time. Okay, but uh, that's so my point. They don't, make, that- they don't make all the perfect decisions, but I'm, but I'm just trying to tell you. Like, two years ago, you admit they spent... Right, I don't know what the cash. What was the cash spending two years ago? Uh, they, they had the they had a record for the uh, for guaranteed dollars in a single offseason. But that's the mistake, and I'm going to go back to it. I hear what you're saying. This team and Bill specifically, because he's been in charge for so long, is is risk averse, and they had an ability to do that and survive on B level weapons because they had an A plus level quarterback. Correct. And so now and A level coaching, you need to have. Well, how's that coaching doing in Vegas and in Boston? Yeah, but that's different. He was he's not as a head coach. We're talking about Bill and McDaniel's as an assistant. Okay. Well, I mean, do you maybe think that Bill and McDaniel's were great because of someone else that is no longer here? Yeah, but they were pretty good last year with Mac and a rookie quarterback, much better than they were this year. We've seen the drop off. We saw the McDaniel's effect. Right. I would say replacement player like Mac Josh McDaniel's is much better than a guy that's never coached offense. Okay. So you're good. <laughs> that's well, that's um, all my whole point today. So um, Arcand is next. See you later. <laughs> but it, the um, the the way in which that this team has been built must evolve with the current roster. Totally agree. You need two. Top end. I don't care if it's two hundred million that you spend this offseason. You need to spend fifty million, forty to fifty million on two elite weapons on offense. Hmm. I'm talking at Debo, least one, at least one, two. If you they get need... T Higgins, that's a big, that's a game changer. Let's say they get T Higgins and bring Jacoby back. Jacoby Myers is not a number two receiver on any team in the he NFL. Is good. Oh, he is really good. Don't you think Jacoby? He's the top free agent on the market. Okay, I, I, I would say, first of all, did you read Jacoby in the Globe yesterday with Jim McBride? He basically said goodbye to everybody. He said, thanks for the memories. This was a great place to learn from people like Slater and McCourty. Peace out. That was what he told the Globe. He's not coming back. So I would say trade your first-round pick for T. Higgins, extend yep. him. Okay. Great. Love that. Let's do that today. And I would acquire another 15 to $20 million top-end offensive talent. And because. Who's that? I don't know. Is Debo? Did he get a new deal in San Francisco? He was extended uh, during training camp. Yeah. So you got. I thought guys like Godwin might be available, but they got extended. There's this thing that like players. That's what I mean. Jacoby Myers is legitimately the top free agent receiver on the market. Okay, but my issue, and maybe great if you, can you draft do, a guy. You know. No, I do not want Bill to draft a receiver. He's very good hey, at many Tyquan things. Taquan Thornton's coming around. The, the team needs to target a Rolls Royce, not three or four. You know. BMW, you know, X2s. You need to have a legit premium car that's going to make people stop and change what they do. Yeah, and of course, quarterback is still a question as well. I, I mean, I really think that those comments, again, from Bill about Mac, there is no sure thing that Mac is coming back this But year. isn't the first thing, obviously, you don't want to lose Gerard Mayo, and by the way... And that's the other good news of the week. But Mayo is staying. But here's the issue. The Mayo thing is never a problem if there's not a family issue on the coaching staff. There's never any of this sort of nebulous situation where who is he, who's in charge. Well, who's... I'm sure there would be. He could still get a head coaching job just as McDaniels did. No, but he would be the guy on the defensive side he of the ball. He is the guy on the defense. Who do they show during the games? They don't show Steve as much anymore. Two the... years ago they did with the tongue. Again. And they stopped doing that. I wonder if Kraft would have stopped at that. Why was this a whole hullabaloo with, with Gerard Mayo? Why was it difficult, the situation where who's going where? It's a situation that is rather untenable. I'm sure Gerard and Steve get along well. I'm sure Steve works his ass off. It's nothing to say personal about them. But 
it's another thing where all we had for 20 years was do your job. I do what's in the best interest of the team. Yep. That has stopped. Well, the defense was good this year. Not elite because last week they had moments, but they got beat. You see the all-pro all list came out? Uh, Judon was not on it, huh? A first or second team. Yeah. Remember when he was defensive player of the year? Marcus Jones made it, special teamer. But the Judon thing is a concern, <laughs> too. Yeah. He didn't finish as great. You know, as he could have. Consecutive but he years where he falls off a cliff. Not as bad as last year. He was dropping into coverage a lot. The, def- the defense played pretty well. I mean, they forced fumbles last week. They they kept him in that game yet yeah, again. I, I love people saying this. That we have really, there is no greater sign of disrespect than lowering expectations. And that's what you're doing and everybody's done. This team against good quarterbacks was mediocre defensively. Well, just looking at how they ended the season. They were pretty good against Josh Allen last week. So you think old, old Patriots teams plays. where they allow 60-yard bombs at the flick of a wrist. That was an unbelievable throw. Once-in-a-lifetime throw. God, is Allen good. Josh, so I, I underestimated him. Allen has once. People say to me, oh, well, Mac Jones is wait till You were ripping Josh Allen. What does Mac do in any way that's similar to anything Josh Allen does? Well, let's get back to Mayo. The situation is not untenable. It sounds like they're promising him the coach-in-waiting role. Right. I mean, I don't know what this interview in Carolina is all about. I guess he's going to go down there for optics, but no, they're going to keep him. Because just like Julian Edelman or Troy Brown or Ty Law or the coaches, Bill will never relinquish le- leverage until you go find your worth and come back. Okay, well, good. Good for, for Mayo then. Well, what if he takes the Carolina job? Great. That would be a mess. That would be a t- After the press release, if he takes that job? Well, I mean... I guess it's a possibility. It's a possibility, but I still Doesn't feel better. That also, I, if you're Tepper with Carolina and you have limitless funds, right? You're with, I think he's the richest owner. I guess the Waltons now with the, with the Denver Broncos, but one of the two richest owners in football. And you see that the greatest coach of all time picked him as his coach in waiting. Don't you want to hire him more? Yeah, he might. He might. But he turned down the, the Browns interview. <clears throat> anyway, here's the, here's the synopsis. The three reasons I feel better about the Patriots this week than I did at the start. Belichick has admitted he, was, he screwed up. We know that from the press release. He's given up power. They are going to sign an offensive coordinator. We had an hour press conference, and all he did was blame other things and talk about the cash spending. So how is that shown accountability? I like that because he's telling you he's going to spend this offseason. That's a sign. But you, two. you agree that it was a deflection at the press conference. Yeah, it's an excuse. So, But you just said he's taking accountability. Well, he took accountability for the coordinator screw-up, not wow, for the he roster. He was in New Orleans. He wasn't even like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know if I trust those pictures. Oh, okay. And number three, Mayo is staying, I think. So if those three things happen, that's a good week. But this is every Saturday, Ken. 12% chance of making the playoffs. If all these <laughs> I was almost happen, right about that. A year ago today, we were talking about the essential offseason that lied ahead, that it was a great year, that they found the guy. They needed to just build on what they had, and they did a teardown. Do you, do you feel better at the end of the week than you did at the beginning? I feel great that it appears Robert Kraft is engaged again and more demanding and hands-on. I think that's good news. But That's I, the theme of the week. Tom Werner showing up at Pressers. We got Werner and Kraft engaged. Let's not do socks today. That is a Can we do them week. both? Let's go to the phones. You can join us on the Ken and Curtis Show, 617-779-7937. I'm Ken Laird. This Hi. my good buddy, Chris Curtis. Yep, that's my boss, B. And here's our guest, Tim, at Hanover on the phones. Hi, Tim. Good morning. Good morning, guys. You're both on fire, man, since I've been holding. Now i got three takes. Uh, good. Here's the deal. I, a couple years ago, I said they needed five or six years to rebuild. All right. I was distraught when, when uh, what's his name, took over. Uh, I can't even think. Patricia took over at the offensive coordinator. So, that, anyways, I'm, I'm thinking they're going to, honestly, I think uh, Belichick's going to keep him. We're going to get a new coordinator, obviously. 
and they're going to kind of groom Patricia maybe for a year or two if Bill gives it up, then he's going to go somewhere else. But here's the bottom line. I think they're keeping Mac. I think, yes, they are going to spend. That We need an elite one guy, defensive safety or defensive coordinator. I mean, a, a player. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And then we need one wide receiver. Reason why? And sprinkle in that offensive line to shore it up or whatever we got. Because I tell you what, I think they can be really competitive next year. That defense is stout. They just need one solid guy in that position, and they'll be good. The now, offense, I think, will be great. Go ahead, Ken. I was going to ask you, Tim, why do you think Mac's going to be back? Why are you convinced? Reason why? They don't want to spend the money for Mac right now. I like Mac. He just needs help on that line and a few other things and a good quality to help him. But I'll tell you what, they don't want to spend the money on him because if they spend a ton on a quarterback – they're not going to be able to fix all the other stuff with all the money. Yes, they will. So they I have plenty they of money. Him. They have plenty of money, Tim. They well, no, I know they do. But like what you were saying, Curtis, I think they need to take those elite players, one on the offense, one on the defense, to really make the team competitive with, like, Buffalo, Kansas City, and Cincinnati. One of those guys is going to win the Super Bowl. I think Brady's going to do a run, hopefully, and then he's going to drive off in the sunset like he should have last year. And he's going to have a great career, and he's going to have his health with him. And I think that's where it's going to end, guys. We'll see. Uh, you enjoy your day. And you thanks too, for Tim. the time, man. All I right, appreciate Tim. It. Thanks, Tim. Uh, somebody jump in where he was, 617-779-7937. Tim did a great job there. I mean, a lot to cover. But it would be interesting if they stick with Mac purely for financial reasons. Path of least resistance. Not that Bill believes in him, but it's possible. And it would allow them to spend more elsewhere. I mean, if they... If they Let's say they sign Lamar Jackson, which we know is not going to happen, and you spend $250 million guaranteed. You would admit cash or cap spending, whatever you want to say, that would impact the other things you can do with the team this year. I, they should do something like that with Lamar Jackson. What, that Ravens game was such a great example of how a single guy ups the play of everybody around him. He was under duress. That was when Judon was on fire. And he's that fourth quarter where they were down a touchdown in the third, and they needed these two long drives. Every third and seven, he'd be flushed out of the pocket, hit his second gear, get out of bounds, one yard ahead of the sticks, first and ten. He is a guy that this team, with this team and this defense, they would have been, I think, playing this weekend. Yeah, but, well, I don't know, because he's got a knee injury. But, so does, but doesn't it, that worry you that he's got a serious knee injury and the fact that he's not, not serious? That's why it's a story. Well, he's not playing. Right, because he's unhappy with the organization. So that's also a concern. Right, he wants the guaranteed money. So it figures that if he signs here, he'll be in a contract that he's happy with, so he won't have a need to show anything to the organization. However, I think they will stick with Mac, not just for financial reasons, but it's a depressed asset right now. Yeah, You see what the Seahawks, they are cooking with gas, man. They have the Broncos' first-round pick this year. They are the next. They, they got a haul for Russell there's, Wilson. There's the danger of spending big money on a veteran quarterback, right? But here, well, but Russell Wilson's in his thirties. I think yeah. Lamar's. 26. I would agree. Lamar's much better, but still. But either way, here's the situation. They didn't say a peep about how big of a dingbat Russell Wilson was <laughs> until he was already <laughs> under contract and the trade was finalized. Yeah. So the Patriots need to boost if they do what the Dolphins did with Tua. Polish up Mac. Bring in talent. Year to make Mac look better. Maybe not Tyreek Hill, Waddle, Gasecki, all those guys, but if they increase the talent around Mac, at the conclusion of next season, you have the option of picking up the fifth year or trading Mac Jones at a higher point in value for more in return. By the way, quick question. Let's say they get T. Higgins. My man Devontae Parker looked much better last week. 
I'm not saying he was top ten receiver as I once uh, pr- projected. Didn't the ball be. ding off his helmet? Yeah, he didn't ding off the helmet. Okay. But he, had some, he had a couple good catches though. He was he was useful. Can you, do could, you watch could you football? see him be better? Could you see him be take another step next year, second year in the system? Okay, what what are this? What's it in Rome? The Spanish steps. Okay, you can go up a thousand steps and you're nowhere near Steph Diggs. <laughs> Well, that's just a different story. What a miss that was, too. God, they should have traded for Diggs. Look at what the the division has done at that position, and you've just stood stood pat. Matt and Framingham. Hi, Matt. Morning, gentlemen. So I'll, I'll tell you one thing that's really not getting enough attention here today. Matt, we can barely hear you. Matt, Matt we can barely hear you. I don't know what's going on there. That Get to a quieter spot. Put him back on hold, Joe. Oh, well, hang on. Oh, God, he was like... Was that on the highway or thrown through the drive-thru? It's a little cold for the top guy. <laughs> All right. Six, by the way, five or six-year rebuild sounds bad, but after a dynasty, is it is five years that outrageous well, to, to get back to championship level? Well, I mean, the, the reason it's a five-year rebuild is not because of a dynasty, but because he sucked at drafting for three, four years. Well, and the Patricia decision. All right, more on this. 617-779-793. And I have a piece of sound I want to play coming out next, which is just, I, I was watching this. It's from the last Do Your Job, maybe ever. Uh, Do Your Josh. Do Your Josh, where they just lathered Josh McDaniels with praise. The final drive of that game, the three third and tens that the Patriots uh, completed successfully to go on to win the AFC title game in Kansas City. It's about a 40-second cut of just the coaches and the narrator who is written by the organization, his his commentary, discussing everything except the people on the field. And this is why the Patriots find themselves where they are, because they had this thought process about why they won instead of the players doing it on the field. Okay, we'll hear that audio next on Ketty Curtis. The confidence to execute under pressure comes from preparation. Only a team as well coached as New England could convert three third and tens on a single drive. I don't know that we ever converted three third and tens in a game, you know, all year, which most teams don't. You know, when you're in third and ten, you don't have that many options. In this situation, we try to free somebody up. The motion creates this stack situation here. There's just that split second of hesitation and indecision, and they miss the switch. Both guys took the on-the-line receiver, let Edelman go. You can see right away Julian raises his hand because he's saying, basically, I'm open, I'm uncovered, go ahead and give it to me now. And Julian really does a great job. The safety's bearing down on him, catches the ball and hangs on and gets us the necessary yardage to keep the ball. And kind of the same thing happens on this play. Same, this is the same call. So my favorite part of that quote, or that cut, rather, if you have the beginning, Joe, just the very start again, if you could play that here. And where's this from again? This is the... Do your job, the third do your job. We called it do your Josh because it was a tongue bath for the offensive coordinator who stuck here and didn't go to Indy. Was this the series that got axed after the Bengals Spygate incident? Um, No, I think... Was that a separate spinoff of the... Wow, we forget about that one, man. That was buried. Uh, yes. I, Only a team as well coached as New England could convert three third and tens oh. on a single drive. Who wrote that? Do you think Rochi wrote it? Uh, no, that's the organization. So that's what they thought. Only a team as well coached as the Patriots <laughs> could get three straight third and tens. That's honestly, if I were to uh, distill this entire situation 
into one five-second audio cut, mm-hmm. it would be that. they The Patriots are mired in this absolute bizarre transformation because they thought it was them. They thought they created all this. And it's just talk about humble pie to the face. Like Lombardi's book. Right. Gridiron genius. <laughs> they are, they're all gridiron genius. Like, no, you had the best player to ever do it. Can you imagine Brady, like, watching that clip? But don't you think he did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whether he watched it, somebody sends that to him. And he's <laughs> like, can I get two years, 50 million, what Drew Brees got? No, we're going to make you earn it. Well, we're telling everybody we created you. When did that come out? What was the date of release on that? That would have been his last year, right? June of 2019. About two months before he had put his house on the market. Yeah. <laughs> it was all at that same time. But that's the world. Which then you had Fourier saying Brady and McDaniels weren't speaking to one another when they left here. That seems to have passed. Right. Now he's like being, you know, the Raiders are apparently talking to him again. And not only that, to remove the fact that they're in Arrowhead, the loudest stadium in football, in this unbelievably freezing cold night, and after playing a full game, you're in overtime, you know if you don't score a touchdown on that drive, you lose because Mahomes couldn't be stopped in the second half of that game. He's the best player in football, all of that. And it just removes the human element to be that cool. I remember watching that drive because Brady was not great in that game, by and large, for his standards. Obviously, if D4 doesn't jump off sides, it's all different. Mm-hmm. But there was never a moment when they got that ball on those third and tens that you're like, he's going to throw it to the wrong guy. He's going to make the wrong decision. And that confidence and trust is what elevates everybody around you. Nobody else felt like they had to do more than they had to. And so all of this, all of the 20 years of books and David Halberstam's coach and Patriot reign and all of these things about the Patriot way, it was him. And even after his Where do you put that win, by the way? Do you put that win as far as, like, non-Super Bowl wins? That's got to be up there. So the biggest non-Super Bowl win is the Snowball. Because without it, none of this happens. Second is Saturday night, Ravens 2014. They'd gone a decade without winning Super Bowls. They won that. They demolished the Colts, and then they won the Seahawks game. And then I would probably put that I three. I mean, there are a couple Pittsburgh wins, 0-1, AFC title games, that probably go ahead of that. Based, probably 0-1. 0-1? win in Pittsburgh, the Bledsoe game. Yeah, uh, I guess I think so. it's at least top five. But that is that is something. I mean, that might be the last great win well, and you if you don't win that, Mahomes has two. Yep. And Switched everything. It's And it was just, that was the real Tony Romo breakout. That was when he was actually mm-hmm. good at his job. He was he was the one. It was such a crazy offense that Romo, the <laughs> moron, was predicting where Brady was going at every at every snap. But it, it that game. Brady threw two picks in that game, by the way. No, I know. I said he didn't play. He threw one in the red zone, I believe. Edelman was huge. Um, Brady hasn't thrown a red zone pick since joining Tampa. Which is- oh, boy. <laughs> but, um. It's, We're all over the place here, but anyway, this no, but that's but that, that was important of, because that's what they thought when they said goodbye to Tom and Bill. Bill said to Kraft, "We don't need him." It was because they thought their coaching created the difference. It or, did not. or did they at that point already know Brady is hemming and hawing, and we're going to drive the point home to the fans that. The coaches are very important. Don't forget, we're important. Wait, Ken, you can't have it both ways. They were either shocked, and that's why they didn't have a backup plan, or they knew in June when they were making the Do Your Job documentary he was leaving. That's hedging, the Patriot way right there. They were still oh. shocked, but they were hedging their bets, like the Trevor Story signing. They didn't think Bogarts was leaving, but why don't we sign Trevor Story? Belichick thought it more prudent to throw bouquets at McDaniels than <laughs> Tom Brady. Well, he's important. You saw that this year. How important is McDaniels? Ken, I, I think I'm important, but I'd be really important if you replaced me with a broom. <laughs> That's all called Jackson, a broom. Let's go to Alan and Athol. Hi, Alan. 
Good Alan. morning. Hey, Hi. Morning. How are you? Hey, I know you guys are doing an excellent job, by the way. I love your show. Love you. Uh, we talk, you guys talk about coaching changes about on the offensive side of the ball. and But what nobody really talks about is special teams. That special teams, that coach, I don't know who he is, but has to go. This special teams has cost them this year, and they are awful. Yeah. Uh, just one more point. Um, I think Mac Jones has to have another year with good offensive linemen and a couple of receivers before you decide if he's not the man for the job. That's just my opinion. Thanks for your time, boys. Right, Great thanks, show. Thanks, thanks Alan. You. I think 100%. That Is it Athol, by the way? How do you Athol. It's Athol. I thought I yeah. screwed that up. It's okay. It's you know. I, re- I recognize my errors. You know, last year I said of all the quarterbacks that were playing, there were three that I would take over Mac. One was Mahomes, which I came around on. I didn't put Allen there. Terrible mistake. You didn't put Herbert there. I didn't put Herbert there. The other two that I put there were Dak and Tyler, uh, Kyler, and, and Murray. Kyler Murray. <laughs> God, what has changed in a year? I think I said the Raiders were going to the Super Bowl, so I I think I had the dumbest take. But no, but that, that is up there. God, was I wrong in quarterback evaluation? Well, here's the thing: it's what what Josh possesses. Josh Allen is the the perfect storm for the 2022-23 NFL, which is arm strength, mobility, and size. And it, he's got the Elway it factor. He has just got some swag. Nobody has had more put on them. They were the Super Bowl favorite after not even make it to the conference championship. Given what's happened in Buffalo from past summer, you have that awful shooting where he took charge and helped the city, and then you have the horrific scene with DeMar Hamlin. You have this whole city getting like 15 feet of snow and ice, and people were stranded and all this stuff. He has been the calm in the storm, and I I am rooting for them. I really am. I I hope Josh Allen wins it all. I I, I think I think, you know, what's weird, I I mean, I don't talk to that many people, just, you know, you and Greg and uh, local people, but... People are rooting for the Bills by and large, right? Most don't most Pats fans like not despise them, not even before the Hamlin thing. It's kind of like, yeah, yeah, you suffered enough. So it's been an interesting over the ride. Chiefs. Wouldn't you say definitely over the Chiefs? I don't know about the Bengals. Yeah, I think that people here don't like the Bills fans, but they don't hate the team. Whereas I think they hate the Chiefs players. Like I, I hate you yeah. know the Chiefs and the organization, right? Um, but I growing up in the '90s watching sports here, it was like we can never beat the Bills because. Jim Kelly and the K-Gun and all that stuff. And we finally beat them. So if them. you're old enough, you still remember the 90s Bills. Right. So yeah. it was like you overcame them, and then we dominated them here, 32-3, and three, whatever. So it's been a ride. But I do think there is some vitriol. Didn't the Bills Mafia purchase yeah. a sign on Route 1 or whatever yeah, that but was? Yeah, it was just kind of I think it's also relatability to uh, lovable losers like the 0304 Red Sox. I think that factors in, too. Could be. We may turn on them again next year. Now, I want to go back to something you said. You but said if it's, it's too... Bills Chiefs, then I think ninety five percent of the people here are rooting for the Bills. Yeah, what a neutral site, which is gross. In Atlanta. In Atlanta. Are you going to send the Greg Hill show? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. They're all headed. Uh, we might send Shine. <laughs> now, uh, you said it's too. Did you say it's too late? Like Bill has screwed this up beyond repair. It's not, they can't fix this. Uh, I don't agree with that. Uh, yeah, I do not. I don't see at Bills, uh, not contract, but age and where they are. That you know, he's ageism gonna... again. I do not think Bill Belichick reaches an, uh, a conference championship again as the head coach of the New England Patriots. All right, now, so I disagree. This is fixable. We will discuss on Ken and Curtis coming up next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.